episode 168 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. The 40 Under 40 event is our biggest celebration of the year at the Wichita Business Journal. We had to hold our event virtually this week, but we still got to recognize 40 great young professionals working in Wichita. Two of them joined me for the podcast today, and they happen to be the two winners of the annual Pat Ayers Mentoring Award. Jens Lukashat and Sara Zuffer We'll learn more about them, their careers, and their commitment to mentoring others. First, the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. Last week, we honored these 40 under 40 winners in the weekly edition. You can see all their profiles in the August 7th WBJ. This week, we recognize the 29 leaders who are this year's Women in Business honorees. Our event is next week, but we feature each of them in this week's Wichita Business Journal. Those profiles begin on page 11. This week's list, it's another popular one, Wichita Area Aviation Subcontractors. That's on page six. Part of our mission is to help you grow your business. So each week we provide business intelligence on new real estate deals, bankruptcies, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, court judgments. Our leads section this week begins on page 50. Equity Bank has been our sponsor from the start, episode one. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Jens Lukachat is engineering director for avionics and electrical systems at Textron Aviation. Born in Wiesbaden, Germany, and came to the U.S. to be a track athlete from Wichita State University. We're glad he stayed and is becoming an important part of the Wichita community. Sara Zephyr is Title IX Coordinator for Wichita State University. She's a Wichita native. We're glad she decided to stay home. Sara says her biggest achievement was being part of the team that helped eliminate the statute of limitations on rape cases in Kansas. Good job. Welcome to both of you. I wanted to talk to you both because you represent well the 40 under 40 class of 2020, but you're also our Pat Ayers Award winners. We choose two 40 under 40 honorees based on their work mentoring others. So let's start there. Sara, tell us about why you feel it's important to mentor others and describe the mentoring you do. Mentorship is so important. Um, it has been important in my own career I didn't have a really traditional path in terms of how I got from point A to point B. Um, when I graduated from law school in 2008, the recession had just hit and nobody was hiring. It was a really kind of a dark time in terms of employment for a lot of different areas. And so I decided that I was going to jump in by volunteering at various organizations. And in so doing that, I met a lot of seasoned attorneys, a lot of folks who really encouraged me to continue being part of the community, to join the local bar association, um, to try for leadership positions within the Women Attorneys Association, the diversity committee, various uh, things through the local legal community. And that is a big part of why um, I was able to 
then get a job and be able to, you know, it, it came directly from volunteering and mentorship. Um, those, those same people who mentored me at the beginning really kind of, they took me under their wing and they, they pushed me into these, these positions and I was able to, um, I was able to, to get where I am essentially because of that. And so I felt it was very important to, to pay that forward, to mentor young attorneys, again, who, you know, for the most part, maybe haven't has a, had as traditional of, of a way into, into the field. Um, you know, it's, it's a male dominated field. It's, um, you know, there's not a lot of minority representation and things like that. And so it's really important to, to have mentors who are uh, women of color, who are like other people, you know, because that is, that's how folks are able to, to progress in their careers and move on. And so I have really emphasized continuing to, to mentor other people, to demonstrate to them how important, um, how important their, their role is in, in our organizations and in our communities. Yin, same question. Tell us about why it's important to mentor others and talk about the mentoring you've done. Yeah, certainly. First of all, thanks to you, Bill, and to the folks at the Wichita Business Journal for receiving this award. It was a huge surprise, and I feel honored to have received it. Um, with regards to the mentoring, I, I echo what Sarah said, right? It, it's a pay, pay it forward, because I think many of us, as we go through our professional careers, have enjoyed uh, receiving mentorship. Uh, for myself personally, there's various folks at both Textron Aviation, where I've had, you know, spent all of my career, but also throughout my, even my college days, and, and then also through church. There's various um, individuals who I've been able to connect with and looked up to them as mentors. And, and first and foremost, I always look at it as, a, as an opportunity to gain wisdom, as an opportunity to gain wisdom from somebody who's maybe been in my shoes before or experienced similar things what I'm experiencing right now whether that's you know good times sometimes even challenging times right just getting somebody else's opinion somebody else's thoughts and and collecting their wisdom and then making the decisions on our own um, so so that's what I've always um, been able to enjoy throughout my my career as, as a college student athlete and then as an engineer and, and growing into leadership roles at Textron and even in my personal life through mentors at church. Um, I'm involved personally uh, mentoring uh, a few individuals at, at my work, um, younger engineers primarily as, as they're growing in their career and, and helping them achieve the career aspirations that they want to achieve. Um, I'm also involved with the Kansas State University Eli program that is engineering leadership and innovation where I'm paired up with uh, two young K-State students they're typically upperclassmen um, who have shown an aptitude for leadership but also are very strong engineering students and also again helping them set them up for for career paths and and instilling wisdom in them and sharing some of the experiences I've made and in, in, in an effort to help them learn and then I'm also involved mentoring uh, young student athletes through a, a homeschool sports group, the Wichita Defenders, uh, that I have the privilege of being part of the board on, but also coaching on. So instilling some of the, the balance of you know, being a student athlete while being a, a homeschool student in this case as well. So, so 
those are the mentoring aspects that I'm involved in. And like I said, it's the pay it forward part, like Sarah said as well. And that's really important. We've all been able to enjoy it. And so I want to give back to the community and, and pay it forward to those next generations to come after me. We've been doing the Pat Ayers Awards, I believe now for four years. And just about everyone talks about that aspect of mentoring is that they were mentored and now they want to pay it forward. And I think uh, that's why it's so important to not only uh, mentor yourself, but you get something out of it too. You get uh, the benefit of expertise from, from other people too. So I'm glad to hear, and I'm not surprised to hear that, that you both uh, talk about how you gain from that experience as well. One of the reasons you were chosen to be a 40 under 40 honoree for 2020 is because of your career achievements. So let's start with Jens this time. What do you feel is your biggest professional achievement? Well, my biggest professional achievement, I would say, is the, the recent certification of the Citation Longitude Program. I had the privilege of being part of that from day one as we were working through the advanced design phases. And then I was able to participate in the planning activities for being able to successfully execute that program. And it's now the new flagship of Textron Aviation. And just seeing all the hard work and the time that we spend and our engineering team spent on it, and obviously the the very large collaborative effort that it takes for many different functions to come together and, and take a what we call a clean sheet airplane all the way from you know concept through certification. That's a huge achievement. Um, you know, we've worked with, with many team members closely together over the years, and it takes years to certify that airplane. Interfacing with the FAA, making sure everything is safe, everything is reliable. And then hearing from customers how greatly appreciate the aircraft, the engineering work that goes into it. And, and you know, the airplane speaks for itself and, and we get positive feedback from customers all the time. So that's certainly one of the huge, the biggest achievements that I've seen in, in my career. Uh, just being able to be part of that team and, and seeing a, a big airplane like that come, come to fruition. It's a big program for Wichita and... Uh, we just need to get the economy going again so that market can open up a little bit more so we can actually get that airplane uh, sold in the air and all that stuff. So uh, great job there. That's a great achievement. Sara, same question. Uh, what's your greatest professional achievement? I used to work at the Kansas Coalition Against Sexual and Domestic Violence, which is located in Topeka. And one of the things that I did, I was the staff attorney there, and one of the things I did was work on legislation, work on meeting with various legislators and working with them to improve the laws for survivors of sexual assault or domestic violence. And prior to 2013, there was a five-year statute of limitations on, on rape cases. And that was something that, you know, came out of kind of the, the civil statute limitations and things like that. There's, there's a lot of nuance into why it existed that way. But the trend around 2011, 2012 was that states were eliminating the statute, which essentially means that even if a, if a sexual assault or a rape happened 20 years ago, you could still report it and you could still get uh, some kind of, of response. Um, and so we, we strongly believed that five years was an unreasonable 
limit on being able to bring a claim of that, especially because people don't disclose rape and sexual assault very easily and, and early on. That, that doesn't happen very often um, for a lot of reasons. And so we worked with legislators and we worked with the, the legislative research department, the revisers of statutes, all the folks in Topeka who essentially write and draft our laws. And uh, we helped write that law. And I say we because I worked on a team. There, there were other people. Um, I did a lot of the drafting and meeting with, with the various individuals. And we were able to, to get that passed, that, that uh, change, that bill passed um, in order to eliminate that statute of limitations. And that was a, a huge uh, change, a huge improvement in the laws for people who have survived rape, um, being able to bring those claims even more than five years later. So that was, that was one of the, the greatest achievements that I have, I have been a part of professionally. What a huge impact. Great work. One thing, uh, part of the criteria for selection also is you work in the community. Uh, aside from the mentoring that you've talked about, talk about where and why you choose to spend your time outside of work and in service of others. Sara? I am a member of the Wichita Bar Association, which is our local legal community organization. And I've been a member of the Bar Association since uh, 20, I think 2009 is when I actually joined. Um, 2010 is when I really started getting involved. And again, you know, through those, through those mentors who pushed, you know, I joined various committees in the, within the Bar Association, the Professional Diversity Committee. Um, I also joined the Women's Attorneys Association, the Wichita Women's Attorneys Association. And I, through both of those organizations, those subcommittees have held various leadership roles on the board and just last year, I became the chair of the Professional Diversity Committee. And this year, I am the president of the Wichita Women Attorneys Association. And both of those are very community-oriented, outward-facing organizations for the legal community. But we also are working to uh, bring the legal community into the greater Wichita community. And so that's a big part of what we do. And so I've been able to maintain leadership through that. And also just as a member of the, the Wichita Bar Association as a whole, um, be able to attend their events and meetings and support the work that they are doing with the legal community and the greater Wichita community. Jens, talk about your involvement in the community as well. Yes, yeah, certainly. So um, I've mentioned the Wichita Defenders, right, in the, in the homeschool sports and the outreach program that that is in a way. I've also participated numerous years in the Habitat for Humanity, you know, home building project that they have going on every year, um, as well as through my church. Um, we have a project called Serve the City, which is a community outreach project where, where as a church family, as a church community, uh, we, we try to serve others and, and others who are in need, others who can't do some of the work themselves, whether that be yard work or painting and, and just, you know, loving on them in a way. So I think we are all part of a community in one way, shape or form, right? And, and we all play a very important part in making that community successful. And, and part of that is looking out for one another, helping out, for, out one another when there is a need. And, and I think if, if many of us do a little, we can achieve a lot, 
right? Rather than having to rely on a few individuals who then have to do a lot to try to achieve the same thing and quite frankly, likely won't get there. So, so I think we all play a very important part in making our communities, whether that's at church, whether that's, you know, the overall city of Wichita, be successful. And, and I think, you know, it's important for all of us to, to do our thing and, and helping the community thrive. We ask our 40 under 40 uh, honorees to fill out a survey each year. And besides asking them if they have any tattoos, we also ask them, what does Wichita need to attract and retain young professionals? Both of you are young professionals who work here in Wichita, obviously. So what does Wichita need to keep you here and attract more like you? Jens, we'll start with you. Wichita is a great place. I, I think many people don't recognize that. So I think Wichita can really benefit from, I want to say, tooting its own horn, advertising what the city has to offer. And, and I hear it repeatedly from, you know, young engineers that either come work an internship at Textron Aviation or entry-level jobs. And, you know, they realize there's a lot of things to do here. You just have to go look for them. So, so I think, you know, in a way, again, like I said, advertising for, hey, this is everything that Wichita has to offer. It's a great place to raise a family. It, it's also a great place, you know, for young professionals to, to start their careers, uh, to connect with one another in the business community. So there's a lot of things to offer. So the, the advertising piece, I think, is, is huge. And, and I think that's where Wichita can really take it to the next level. Sara, what do you think? How do we keep you in Wichita? Well, I'm not going anywhere. My family is here. So both both my parents, my in-laws, some siblings on both sides. So I'm not I'm not planning to leave Wichita. Um, but you know, I grew up here. I was born in Wichita. I lived here. I went to school here. And there's this there's this phenomenon that happens. I think a lot of people who who live here really want to leave. You know, you want to get out and go somewhere else for college. And not everybody does. A lot of people do go to Wichita State, which is a fantastic school. Um, but a lot of people have this desire to see what's out there and see the world. But what I've, what I've realized is that a lot of us come back. Um, we go out, we go to school, we live somewhere else for a while, and then we come back again. With family is so important. And Wichita is, you know, I'll, I'll echo what Yen said, is a very um, great place to raise a family. It's a fantastic place for young families. Um, there is a lot to do here. And I would, I would echo again what Yen said about, you know, it's, it's not that we don't have things to do. It's that the, there's not a cohesive way to advertise that. There's not a sort of one-stop place where everything that's available for people to participate in, for events to go to, um, for organizations to join. It doesn't all live in one place that people can just see. You know, you really do have to go out and look for it. Um, and so I, I would love to see more of that sort of cohesive, all-in-one location for people to be able to say, this is what Wichita has to offer. You know, I've, I've done community theater here. I've done, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of other things that are here that, that are kind of outside the box. There's lots of events there's lots of culture you know we have the grand opera we have the ballet we have a lot of things that offer a lot to the community but you have to you know folks have to make the effort to do that and so if 
if Wichita is again tooting its own horn, making making people really aware of what's out here, here's the things to do, then I think you'll attract more folks. And I know that the folks at the at the chamber and visit Wichita do a really good job of that. Um, but again, the audiences are not necessarily wide. You know, they come and they speak to various organizations. Um, but definitely something that would that would be a place that people can centrally find all of that information and say this is what Wichita has to offer because it really is a great place to be. We have heard that a lot through a lot of our programs that Wichita needs that one-stop place where we can find out everything that's going on. We've tried to take that on as a challenge. We haven't gotten there yet. We're still working on it. Maybe we can do that. Well, I, I want to say we're sorry you guys didn't get the full effect of being named a 40 under 40 honoree. It is usually our biggest celebration of the year. 500 people in the Hyatt Ballroom, music, lots of fun. I hope we can make that up to you somehow in the future. Nevertheless, congratulations to both of you on your success and on being named a 2020 40 Under 40 honoree. Sara Zuffer and Jens Lukashat, thank you for joining me on the podcast. I really appreciate it, and I know we'll be talking more to you in the future. Thank you. And it's, it's a great honor to have gotten both the 40 Under 40 and the Pat Ayers Award. That was a fun surprise. And you all did a fantastic job with the virtual celebration. It was, it was a lot of fun. It wasn't the same, but it was pretty, pretty fun. Yes, I'll echo Zara's comments. Thank you very much for uh, making me part of this fantastic group of uh, young professionals in Wichita. And, and I agree that the virtual event that you guys put on was Perhaps not the same as in the Hyatt, but you know what? Given our, our situation today, it was fantastic. So thank you very much for that. Thank you. We appreciate it. And uh, you both are very much deserving of both the honors you got, 40 Under 40 and the Pat Ayers Award. Don't forget, you can see profiles of all our 40 Under 40 honorees in the August 7th edition of the Wichita Business Journal. We are living in a new normal, as you can see, by adjusting to virtual events like 40 Under 40. We know you were facing the same set of circumstances. We invite you to help us tell your story. Please contact us if you want to share your experiences. You can reach me at vroy at bizjournals.com. That's it for BizTalk with Bill Roy this week, episode 168. We hope you're doing well. Now is the time to be innovative as you fight to survive, and we hope eventually prosper. Check out all our podcast episodes at our BizTalk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. BizTalk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter. And thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.